Everybody, this is the heavy metal over the six over a six pack podcast. See, words are hard already. <laughs> um, we are excited and pleased to be joined by Ophelia of Arshanik from Poland, right? I hope, yeah. I know we already said hello. I know this is the weird part, but good morning again. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. <laughs> good morning. Thank you for having me. My first question, I guess, and uh, hopefully like a little bit of an icebreaker. How has how has the journey been with the band since the uh, the release of Final Creation in 2020 and your 2021? How would you how would you describe the journey so far? 2021. Let's think. That was the middle of pandemic, so we were a bit bored. I think city <laughs> just just chilling just um spending time with my with my pets and writing new songs so it was a good time for me to be honest <laughs> exactly All the so time we finished, yeah right uh we finished uh, our first songs that we released the summer uh, last summer so yeah it was boring and busy at, at the same time yeah. Yeah. So I know the pandemic affected every, uh, each band like a, like a lot differently, but um, so it sounds like you guys were more on like the productive end. Like you took, you took the opportunity, like since you were away and like actually like went into writing, went into the studio and did like the recording thing. Yeah, we did. Cause normally when we have those daily jobs also, we don't have that much time. So when we were right. just like taken off our uh, typical uh, days, uh, we just, I, st- I decided we need to start focusing more on the music. So this is why uh, I just um, left everything else and was just chilling and, and writing. That was the, the best time for me. Right, right. Oh, absolutely. Were you guys able to actually enjoy the release of a Final Collision before the world officially or unofficially metaphorically ended? Well, the world is ending a long time right now. <laughs> like taking it so much time and it just can't it's been, finish. I'm like it's been a slow burn, yes. <laughs> or <laughs> so it I haven't really noticed that um the ending like it's it's those are really weird times I think. Mm-hmm. We will think about those times in five years like what the hell happened there? Right. Two year gap or what? <laughs> yeah it's weird. It's very weird. There's not a, um, admittedly so, in like some of my uh, my pre-show prep, there's not a lot of information on you guys in the, that we're able to find in the states. So, can, a little bit of history of the band. How how did, how did it come together? I, I believe it was 07 You guys came together. Yeah, it's a really long history. I cannot believe I lived through all of this. 
so yeah, we started in about um, yeah, two hundred. It was a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, I just went to this uh, the city Gdańsk. It's uh, one of the biggest city in Poland uh, to study journalism, and this is when I decided I want to have a band because I started singing when I was a kid. Uh, long story short, I've learned for a very long time, always knew I wanted to uh, do a rock or metal song. So um, I've, uh, I've joined one band. So after some, some time, it just the band like uh, spread and uh, nothing went good from this. Uh, so, um, but I still uh, knew the drummer that was playing with. So we were looking for different members of the band. This is how we got the first um, first squad of Arshenik, uh, which really was changing a lot. Because when we were when we started, we was nineteen, so you know, just uh, typical uh, students that were trying to play, but they didn't know anything about the <laughs> music and stuff. We didn't yeah. have any help from any like industry or anything else. We were just playing, we were playing a lot of gigs. We were playing like a few few gigs a month uh, and we were playing for a beer. So we didn't have any money. <laughs> like, you know, just happy-go-lucky style of right. having a band. Um, and after uh, 2013, I think um, we were in this um, TV show in Poland that was called... Um, what was the name of it? Some, whatever, something about the music, like those idol and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Uh, so we were in a, in a TV and um, the guys that used to play with me then, uh, they were they had really hopes up. They thought everything will change right now. Some, someone, someone will come and help us, you know, the dream. Mm -hmm. yeah? Oh, yeah. Somebody from the industry will come and change our world. So nothing like this happened, of course. Uh, so uh, then again, uh, two of the members left, and the um, third one said, "Since they all left, I think it's the best time to say goodbye to all of this." So there was only me and Bartek, the drummer, who is actually husband right now. Okay. Uh, after a two-year gap, we decided uh, we want to play again. We just we just can't leave the music because the music is within us. We are just right. People for the music, to, for making music. This is why we started to look for another people, different people to, to start a band again. And we found the um, bass player, Mark, who is playing with us on the Final Collision album. And after five months, I think, uh, Vlad, who was uh, this previous guitar player, came back to demand. Um, as starters, he came to play piano, but then he, he was back on the, on the lead guitar. And since I think 2014, we are still playing. So this is when we decided we wanna. We don't have any chance to do anything serious in Poland because, um, like I said, there is no help. There is no market. Um, people stopped listening to heavy music quite some time ago. Now the most popular music is uh, disco. That is just. I'm so ashamed to even say that. Uh, <laughs> and hip hop. And this is all that people mm, mm. listen, uh, like many of people listen to uh, those. That's true. And uh, rock and metal practically doesn't exist in my country. So um, 
to say that we need to look for some some funds, let's say, and for some help, uh, like abroad. So that's why we um, we've recorded the song that was called Erased. Mm-hmm. And the song that was called Monster, and we've recorded the music video for the Monster in um, in a dog rescue yes. that, that taken our uh, one of our dogs from, nice. and we started to just send those uh, those songs to to podcasts and to to radios and webzines stuff like that, and we were surprised because like people really, really liked it, uh, so they uh, those songs were played. Uh, and this is why we decided that things need to change. So mm-hmm. we started the final collision and we knew the final collision is going to be uh, written in English. And um, this is why everything like changed for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it just takes one, you know, to really just like push it. Probably. And sometimes you just uh, also need to um, look at your life and think what you are doing wrong. Right. Just change because right. we're living in those patterns that we just keep on doing and mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't make any sense to do something uh the same thing for the time right no definitely definitely actually this is one of my follow-up questions because i noticed in your uh, your album history it was that there was a lot a long gap so that actually explains that quite quite well um I know this is always a tough question. You guys have a lot. Of, you guys sound like you have a lot of influences in your music. But what what would you say the influences are for the for for your catalog? That's always a hard question because um, and even like, we, even to narrow it, what what are your personal influences for music? Like who influenced you to be a musician? Hmm. You know, when I started learning how to sing, I used to listen to so many vocalists. I uh, I tried to uh, when I was a little kid before I started to have any vocal teachers. I was trying to learn how to sing uh, by copying some vocalists, like a parrot. Sure. And so uh, there was as many uh, vocalists as I could get because those those were times before the internet. So I had those um, tapes uh, with singers that uh, my parents could get me from, uh, you know. Where, wherever there was nothing like this in the, in the shops in Poland so I just got like I remember my first tape was Tina Turner so uh, mm-hmm. she was the reason I even started to sing I just love the sound the charisma and stuff like that and there were many other bands um, in time so um, to be honest I don't even I cannot even tell you the names of people that um, that influenced me or um, or whatever, because I try to always try to look for music that I haven't heard before, mm-hmm. uh, for that that impressed me. That's something new for me. I mm-hmm. I don't actually listen to many bands uh, for a long time. I try to just use my you know Spotify or stuff like this and just uh, look for someone someone else. And I just listen to for for example for a discography of some bands. And I find some really great songs that I sing along. I try to um, figure out how they uh, how they use their voice, how mm-hmm. they sing, or uh, how they just phrase, um, and how they write their music. And I try to listen to something new because I'm I'm always searching for something that will just mm-hmm. amuse me. So there is not like one or ten uh, singers or performers that that really uh, I'm inspired by. 
Okay, I promise I will not ask uh, what your top five favorite bands are because, like, it sounds. But <laughs> I actually love that game, though. You go to like YouTube and you go, you just go through the suggestions. You start at a song and just like ride the suggestions mm-hmm. and, and find different ones and see, and see where it takes you. Kind not, of it's not that easy. It's not that easy with me because um, I teach people how to sing. So my YouTube always sh- is showing me the stuff that I'm teaching them. So right. there are some random, some random <laughs> stuff. <laughs> my suggestions that don't even show what I like. mishmash. Yeah. What's the first? What's the first metal band you ever heard? Uh, Vader. That's okay. a death metal band. I don't know if you ever heard it. Oh yes, oh, yeah. I know Vader. Yeah, great. So this is was the, this really was the first one. I think I was about five years old, but I still remember like. Uh, you know, like a glitch in my mind. I remember <laughs> uh, was listening to Vader. Um, other stuff was like old school rock music, like from 70s. That was my father's favorite songs. Okay. Um, also, um, Pearl Jam, I think. Um, and bands like the, those, I think. Sure. Sure. I always uh, loved the uh, female uh, vocalists because they're easier to sing alike. <laughs> right, no, 100%. Male keys are different for women to sing. It's <laughs> very true. We used to sing uh, girls, uh, girls' songs. So, I, I mean, I feel like since the beginning, you've always wanted to do the vocal thing, right? It's always been like, like your path, right? Yeah, since I remember, I was just... Um, since even I learned, before I even learned how to speak, I was just like mumbling something. Uh, and when I was um, able to speak, uh, I was also singing. My parents have this uh, tape uh, when I was three, three and I was uh, playing a piano, you know, just hitting the random keys and singing about some flowers that I saw. Just that was, uh, that was typical for me. I was just walking somewhere and thinking about things I'm doing right now or, or what I will do. And I was scared I was singing. And it was, uh, it was always like I was, uh, every time I was alone or bored, I wasn't playing with dolls, I was singing or writing songs, stuff like that. That was, that was my favorite thing to do. And this is still my favorite thing to do. That's awesome though. I mean, your creativity started early, which is good. You know I mean, you're not like forcing it. It just comes out. Did you get lessons yeah. or professional training at a young age? Uh, yeah, I've, start, I've had my first teacher when I was seven, but it, was, it wasn't like, it wasn't really like a professional uh, teacher. Is, uh, it was the um, teacher from my preschool, uh, my, oh, no, this school when you're seven, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry for my it's not my first language um so it was my first teacher um and this female said to my parents that she thinks i sing really nice and she wants me in the school band so it was really wasn't something that she wanted to attend the school band it was like oh my god she's a (laughs) delphin they were called delphins so oh it's a cringe but cringe back then and i feel still feel cringe of it and so i was uh, also attending some vocal contests and and then my parents decided to get me a better teachers and so I was learning uh how to sing from when i was seven till uh 23 i guess 
I decided to stop having a private teacher at this age, but I'm still trying to evolve. Um, five years ago, I was at the Melissa Cross um, Scream um, workshops, so I'm, I still try to evolve. That's not nothing wrong with that. You know, it's better yourself. I think always you can you can always do something better than you do. So this right, is no, exactly. Definitely, definitely. Oh, the learning process never stops. I, I can, I can, can concur with that. There's always a, a different technique or just a different something that can just be associated. Yeah, exactly. I always find it interesting. Like, so, like a country like Poland, as you mentioned before, like the uh, the, the metal the uh, the metal scene is either non-existent or or very little. But bands still yet emerge from uh, from these kinds of environments, uh, su such as Arshenik. I, I find that to be either. I feel like the influence of like your surroundings would have pushed you in a different direction, but you guys like still fought your way through and like came out as a metal band. Like, yeah, I think it, it's something like um, fatal error in our brains. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're all very appreciative of it. No, no. We're, we're glad that you guys emerged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, many musicians and poems are just like out there, just lunatics. I don't know what we are, uh, why we are still fighting for all of this. Because, you know, it, it's not that easy to, to have a band to go to rehearsals, to, to buy a gear, uh, to invest in music videos and stuff like that. It's just uh, the way of life and it's really not an easy way. Um, but lots of bands in Poland. There, there's a major amount of bands in my, in my town. Um, I live in a three city. It means there are three cities nearby without any like borders. Mm -hmm. um, as I found a document that said there were, there were about 300 rock and metal bands right now in this area. Yeah. So that's, that's a gigantic number, 300. Yeah. So I think the only people that are listening to a rock and metal are the ones that are doing. <laughs> are the 300 bands. <laughs> the 300 bands that are doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's... Especially right now, it's like you brought up. I mean, it seems to be the the kind of hip hop and, and pop music seems to be where everyone's at. So it's trying to get around that for us. Yeah, many people are just like I saw. Um, they're just followers and they're following without any like. I think sometimes people are clueless about the music they're listening. They don't mm. even um think about it just somebody told them it's a this music is cool so they're listening right. to this. they right. don't even look at the lyrics they have no idea what they're listening to or sing to so Very true. i think it's typical for people seems to be the band name itself i um i i noticed that um the the word that it's derived from actually has a pretty interesting meaning how'd you guys uh, come together sele selecting this as your band name <laughs> the band is called Arsenic, uh, so it's from Arsenic, mm -hmm. um, but the Polish name is Arsenic, so this is why um, the, the pronunciation is a Polish word for, gotcha. uh, for Arsenic, but we added the H, so it's uh, like 
better in the search results. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not searching other things. <laughs> That's the name. And uh, we were looking for uh, for a perfect name. We wanted something deadly. I wanted something feminine um, to just uh, so people would know it's a female fronted band or just have the female spirit in it. Um, so one of our friends of the band said, um, like the perfect name would be uh, would be Arshenik. And when I asked why, he said, "I'm poisoning their lives." <laughs> wow. Perfect. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> and I also like it because it was a female poison. This is, was this was the poison in I think 19th century that uh, women used to use yeah. to kill their husbands and. Yep. Uh, and it was. Lovers, so. uh, it fits perfectly though. I mean that's. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. It's really inspiring, guys. <laughs> <laughs> very, very inspiring. Well, that's that's awesome that you wanted to have the female aspect in there as well, though. I mean, that that's it makes a difference. I feel you know what I mean. Sorry, seven a.m. processing. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you. The um. Billy, have you always done all your own writing? Yeah, yeah. I think I um, I really don't like to sing somebody else's words. So this is uh, my main um, main rule that I write the lyrics and I write the melody. Because um, when I would be singing somebody else's things, it it wouldn't be like real for me, and it uh, wouldn't be uh, creative enough for me to just. Um, invest all that energy in. So this is why we uh, write the music um, as we talk about what we want to play, what we want to sound like, what, uh, what the next um, vibe is going to be. Then Vlad is writing um, the first demo of the songs, of the songs. And if I'll think they're good enough, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, lyrics and the melody, and then we change everything uh, together, like, uh, different stuff like adding something or uh, mm -hmm. changing stuff like that so we are always working on everything together okay. is um would you say there's a common theme that you generally write about or uh, how do you get inspired to actually write a song it's different every time to be honest it was different with every every song uh, at first, with our first album that released in 2009, um, I was writing uh, very emotional stuff about what I feel and uh, history of people that I used to know or I knew. Um, and with the next song, it was the next album. I don't really know. The song Final Collision, uh, the title song of this album, uh, was written before the, the pandemic, but it's uh, about the um, the end of the world and it's also about the pandemic. So, well, I feel like a witch sometimes. <laughs> and so it, it's, uh, those are stuff that I, I see that I'm afraid of or uh, that I'm angry at. This, this is, um, it's a lot of emotional stuff, but not really, um, not really sad stuff. It's not, uh, I, I hope it's not depressive. Um, <laughs> Song Madness is it is about fighting with the depression that I had mm -hmm. for a very long time. So uh, it's different with every song. Okay. 
how hard was the transition to actually to say that you were going to start releasing music in uh, in English? Um, well, as I said, we we knew that we are not gonna um, achieve anything in our country, so we just had to change into writing into uh, in in English because uh, in English uh, and releasing uh, abroad wouldn't have any sense. I think. Uh, so it was a natural process. I just started writing and uh, and try to keep doing it better every time. <laughs> okay. You have a few cover songs that you, that you get that you've released. If you, um, even going back to uh, your twenty nine, uh, your two, uh, excuse me, your oh nine release. How do you pick your cover songs? Randomly. That <laughs> one. <laughs> the um, the first cover you uh, you said uh, uh, it was about uh, was uh, Lady Gaga paparazzi mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. version. Um, well, it's actually a funny story because uh, I've heard something alike. Um, there was it was two thousand nine, so the. Um, mm, Punk goes pop and things like that just started. People just yep. started to uh, a metal uh, metal covers. It wasn't as uh, as famous as it is right now. Um, so I've heard something alike, and uh, we had an argument with uh, with my guitar players. We were just you know like people do, and I, they knew I'm mad at them about something. I don't even remember what it was. And so I I just uh, used that as an argument for them to say sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever works, I guess. So it was like, if you want me to stop being mad at you, please do me a cover of a lady guy. And then it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? That's funny. You couldn't find any worse thing to cover. <laughs> So yeah, it was just because I'm mean. But uh, yeah, I have fun, really had fun uh, singing this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it's cool when you can make it your own too. You know what I mean? You can take the like the layout and just like really amp it up, you know? Yeah, and change everything as much as it uh, it's really stops um, sounding like the original. Right. It starts right. to sound like your own music. No, definitely. Uh, it was a bit similar with the Where Did You Sleep Last Night that we released a few years ago. Mm -hmm. um, but um, it was without an argument. They were a little more willing. Yeah. I knew this song since forever. Like everyone who listens to rock music knows this song right, uh, right. Uh, for the Nirvana uh, concert Unplugged. So I love songs for a very very long time and and i used to uh, sing it with the band in my high school they didn't want me in their band because they said they don't want a female in a male band oh, uh, i used to go to the rehearsals and, and sometimes i've sung the song and i really loved it and um like half a half year before we released this um discovery the song just came came back to me and I was just uh, singing it like all day long all day and the second day and the third day this was, it was like earworm in my mind and I, I just couldn't get uh, get this uh, song out of my head. 
it was just like a, um, it was so so it was really haunting me all the time. So I decided to, well, I need to do something get the song out of my music <laughs> just, just um, and i told the guys so uh, that um that the pandemic is starting uh we knew that they're gonna close everything in our country mm -hmm. wouldn't be able to meet anyone like like when it started and i knew that we won't be able to do um our own song in such a uh, short time um so this is where i said okay let's do let's do a cover it's gonna take us just like I don't know two days to to do a new um arrange for this song so uh, i gave this uh, idea of a song how, how i wanted to sound i've uh, worked with bartek on the drums i told him how i want the drums to go um i took my uh, acoustic guitar uh, and just played like the vibe i wanna and i told uh, Vlad that he has three days because i because i already booked the studio <laughs> <laughs> get ready <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> this is how we done it yeah, it never works um so you mentioned briefly like a, a prior band have you been in any bands before Shinek? or like yeah, like short time because like i said in the high school there was a right um so we were just meeting and together they were playing i was sometimes singing something with them when i came to Gdansk, there were a few months that i was uh singing in one band there then there was a second band with a few months of playing um but it, it was never anything serious right just okay Two thousand twenty-one, four singles released and it looks like pretty much throughout the year like almost every few months uh, another single was dropped why why release uh why release singles like that versus doing like maybe like an ep or a collection it was uh, a one single a month we've started in june i think yeah june yeah we started in june it was the uh, first friday of every month it was a thing i wanted to uh, think i wanted to try because um I'm always uh, interested in every um, music uh, industry blogs and um, and all the music marketing tips and stuff like that. So I was listening to some guys that they were saying that if you're releasing one song a month, it's going to be better for your Spotify listings and and just, you know, all, all the idea. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, why not? Let's try to do this. Uh, try promote every every song a look uh, for which one will be um like best which which one will people like most it will help us to tell what uh, our fans really want what kind of music they like because uh, right. every song is totally different um, the first song um blood sucker was um like hard rock song that's changed into progressive metal uh, ballad um, inspired uh, with the vocal line by, um, by the classic vocals and the musical. So it, mm -hmm. it was two songs uh, in one. Mm -hmm. And the second song was, um, I think it was the extraterrestrial. Uh, and extraterrestrial is not a song. It's a, a soundtrack for, um, for alien abduction, I think. Okay. So it was, it was really, really different. A lot of screens there. 
Um, I noticed. I was gonna say. I noticed you actually went like much heavier than a lot of your catalog with that with that song, yeah. including uh, vocally and musically. I thought there mm -hmm. was a there was definitely a lot of, a heaviness to that one. That stood yeah, out. I wanted to do something uh, different than we did before, something edgy and something that will just make people want to ask, "What happened here?" <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so this is why extraterrestrial sounds like this. Um, the third one was uh, Goat. So um, Goat is a <clears throat> sorry progressive ballad. And this one, um, the vocal lines were inspired uh, by uh, Deftones. I like, I love, Deftones is one of the bands I love. So they have this typical uh, way of writing a vocal melody in their song. So I wanted to just uh, like... Um, use their vibe for the uh, for the vocal melody like like not i wasn't using any melody per se but i was using the the vibe the way of the the writing and um, the chorus is uh, growled and i was finally able to record my uh, tunnel throat screens and stuff mm -hmm. like those be happy to happy to do it yeah. uh, last one uh, is called lucid it's um let's say symphonic metal and like pagan metal uh, with a um, metal chorus. And this one was featured by uh, Michał Jelonek, who is one of the uh, greatest rock violin uh, players in our country. So I was, uh, I was really happy to, to be able to, um, to persuade him to, to play with us. And he was so amused with the sound that he'd say, yeah, sure. <laughs> very cool very cool so how did it work how did like being a couple of months into 2022 now how, how, how do you feel that worked releasing four singles versus doing a collection um, it helped us uh, really to make people listen because um every uh, everyone who was following us on instagram and other social medias and they were just eager to listen to those songs and they were waiting for it and they just couldn't wait. So, yeah, we had uh, much more uh, uh, people who listened to it than, for example, when I look at the stats of, of Final Collision, there are some songs that um, that have been listened by hundreds of people, not thousands mm -hmm. of, for exactly. Right. Uh, for example, so um, so this is the difference. When you release one song and you focus on this on this one song and you try to um, to just promote it, then you will actually make more people listen to them. Well, that's fair. Because a lot of times when you have an album, they'll find the one and take that one off of it, and then the whole album's like lost to them. You know what I mean? When you have the one, yeah. it's, it's it's focused, and that way I think it's almost. I guess like a, a demo of what you guys do. You know what I mean? So you can be like, oh, this is what mm -hmm. we do. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I definitely see the the idea behind it. Okay. 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 We have a segment we like to do with our guests. We call it um so with our heavy metal over a six pack, we like to do six random questions, not necessarily about your music. So Thanks. we'll uh we'll give this a try. It's very safe, I promise you. Nobody will get hurt. But the, I do have one. That, I do have one that's kind of about your music. So if your whole music, let's just say your whole music catalog could be used as like either the score or the soundtrack for a movie, what kind of movie would it be, and what would it be about? 
if you could choose. I love horror movies. I absolutely love horror mu- movies. So um, I would love any of our songs to be in any horror movie. But um, many of our songs would be uh, would be great for some Vikings type of music. For example, um, the Lucid would be great for those battle scenes, and oh, also yeah. the comedy would be perfect for for the battle scenes. So I think um, some kind of witchy um, pagan stuff or just typical murder things. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, top, yeah. What are your top three horror movies? Ooh. OMG, there are so many. First thing to come to mind. I know they don't have to be the, the best of the best because I do the same thing. I can't pick uh, my favorites. Kind. I think Fourth one of my favorites is Fourth Kind. I've watched it like um, 15 times. Um, and uh, I love those uh, like um, jumpers. Um, what was the name of the Grave Inca- Encounters? Grave Encounters, yep. Yeah, um, a Blair Witch Project is uh, yeah, classic. Old classics, yeah. As for the new ones, I, I watch like one horror movie a week. So just mm-hmm. I watch it, ah, it didn't scare me. Next one, yeah, ah, it yeah. didn't scare me. My husband is really afraid of horror movies, he hates <laughs> them so much. And uh, there was one movie, uh, Lights Out, I think it was. Out, I yeah. don't remember the movie, but I remember it was the, this was this beginning. Um, and my husband was just uh, using his tablet. He was watching something and he started to watch. And there was like this big scene of this big scare. And I was like, nothing here. He jumped so high. Okay, I'm not now going to watch some uh, puppies or kittens. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I know your pain. My fian- my fiance does not enjoy horror movies either, so I don't have as much flexibility. Anthony's our horror man, yeah. our horror expert over here. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Question two: If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Superpower. I would wanna. Uh, force people to do what I want. Wow, mind control. Okay, you yeah. the first. I don't think we've had that one yet. That's definitely a new one for us. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. Awesome. All right, question three. Maybe we'll have fun with this one. I, I have to pay. I have to kind of paint this picture though. So let's say, let's say uh, you're walking down the street and you bump into an evil witch. Uh, yeah. She gets all rude and like you know upset with you, and she casts a spell on you. Now, the spell that she's going to cast is from now on, for the rest of your life, when you listen to any music that's either already been done or any new music, you will not be able to hear one element of the song. You either won't be able to hear the guitars, the drums, or the vocals for the rest of your life. What would you be able to go without ever hearing again when you listen to music? To be honest, I never hear the bass. <laughs> That's why it's not an option. Because <laughs> everybody, I, I'm sorry, everybody and that I, I asked this question would be, oh, basis, see ya. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So it has, to, it has to be one of the other three. That's a, that, that is the... Uh... <laughs> They're cheating. <laughs> okay, so um, if there was this kind of situation that I met an evil witch 
uh, to be honest, I would just uh, do a cleansing spell because I'm also a witch. So, uh, wow. A rebuttal. Nothing, nothing that would really scare me. I'm going to have to get a uh, rebuttal for this now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but if there would be something like I would get back something to just not listen to, uh, not to hear any other instruments. Um, I wouldn't be able to let go of a guitar or a, um, or drums, so any other. <laughs> the vocals probably there. Fine with those okay. keys. <laughs> so. Yeah. That was what, three? That was three. Correct. 7 a.m., Brad. <laughs> That's almost eight. That's <laughs> 7 30. Almost eight. <laughs> It's like halfway between the yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if you had a final meal request, Ophelia, what would it be? Uh, like a last, maybe, like a last meal. If you're on death row and you get your last meal request, you can order anything you want. What would, what would your final meal request be? I'm not into eating to be, to be honest. So, whatever. I'm not into food. <laughs> Couple glasses of water and a smoothie, maybe. <laughs> Whatever they give you. <laughs> Whatever they give me. Do you <laughs> like, choice? Nothing that's that's not including meat. So. <laughs> right. Do you enjoy adult beverages, Ophelia? Do I what? Sorry. Do you enjoy adult beverages? Rephrase, please. Do you drink alcohol? <laughs> ah, okay. Um, not really right now. Uh, I I used to party with my uh, friends a long time mm-hmm. ago to drink vodka because it's uh, typical in, in Polish. Yeah, uh, so but what would be your um, choice? What's your choice? Your chosen poison then? What's your drink of choice if you were to have one? I think uh, gin with Sprite. Gin with Sprite. That's okay. that's terrible, but that's, that's fine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Are you familiar with the movie Fight Club? Of course. Good answer. (laughs) If you could fight one person in one person in history, like anybody in the world, who would you fight? Mm. I'm not that strong, so it would have to be someone that's weaker than me, and there's no in this. <laughs> so you would be excellent at that uh, at the assignment to uh, go pick a fight and lose. I would be a great manager of the fighting club. Let's stay with this. There you go. Okay, there you go. Fair enough. She runs the joint. I think that might have been six. Did I miss a good one? We can throw a bonus. Do one. one. That was five. <laughs> that, was, that was only five. Excuse Excuse five. Uh, if they help me out, pick one. Do you remember? Do I remember? Are you a dog person or a cat person? I have two dogs and one cat. Wow. Which one's your favorite? Oh, wow. That's bad. That's like picking your favorite child. Th- that's, that's the worst that's question terrible. you can ask somebody. The middle. The middle I must say it's a cat. <laughs> it's a cat and the two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cat is my baby right now. He's so small and so fat and so furry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's not fur, but I really love the cat. Yeah. Like, of all my animals. Like. Right, of course, of course. 
That's my favorite. <laughs> All right, I think we did okay. That's our six random questions, not necessarily about your music. See, Yay. I'll say, yeah, good, good times at Boyle. What's uh, what's the future hold for Arshanic? Anything you can tell us. Future is uh, four concerts that we're playing next month. Mm -hmm. uh, playing um, in Poland in the one of the biggest clubs in Poland. So uh, nice. right now we are preparing the tour. Uh, and we are also starting to work on some new singles. So hopefully we will release um, at least two more songs this summer after we are finished with the tour. And then we will decide what to do next. Because right now, um, I'm not really sure what to do with us. <laughs> okay, it's fair, it's fair. What's your drive? What, uh, I could have asked this before, but the, now's a good time. What would you say your drive with the band is? Are, do you consider yourselves like more of, like does the live entertainment aspect kind of, I'm wording this poorly. Mm -hmm. Do you prefer the live aspect over the like, is is the is or? the focus on actually like getting new music, getting the production, and like actually like producing the music, or is the uh, the focus uh, the live performance and the live experience? There's everything in it because uh, we love the concerts. We love to play uh, in big clubs with uh, nice nice lightning and stuff. We we really don't like to play in small clubs like the mm -hmm. pubs because. Um, um, there there's always something wrong with the sound mm. and something you know the stage is so small and to be honest i really i really hate playing in those really small pubs and small mm. clubs when we play on a large stage when everything sounds that we want it um, then we really we, we really love it because we always have people who know who we are they are not random uh, people just from streets, but they they buy the tickets. They know what they're coming uh, to. So it's it's really nice to play live, but we don't do it really very often because it's really expensive. Uh, yeah. Right. So the, the prices of the renting the club is is really high for um, medium uh, bands like mm -hmm. um, with medium following. So um, so we cannot afford to do it uh, as much as we could. Um, so this is why we're trying to focus more on, on writing songs. Sure. It's not uh, going as fast as I would love it to. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, uh, all of us have our day jobs, so um, we can do it from time to time. And I'm really picky about the music that we are releasing. So we are releasing, um, there were four songs that we released uh, last year, but there were 20 songs that we had. To, we could that we could release but they sure. I, I i decided they are not strong enough to, mm -hmm. to be with so this is why when we release something i i need to be sure that this is really great stuff that we are going to promote right. i would really um disappointed if we would release something that uh, is weaker than the previous releases mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well everything that you have released me and Anthony have enjoyed the catalog very mm -hmm. much. So ni nicely done. Like we, 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 Thank we, you. we, we like it very much. Yeah, Cause we, I think, uh, God, what, maybe like a year and a half ago, I think we reviewed one of your albums. Like a long member. That was I believe we did. Was, yeah. They sent it over did. to us. Yeah. So it's, it's great stuff. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's unique. It's creative. I, and I always appreciate, I always appreciate creativity and music. That's right. Um, so it's something that has elements. It's not just like, you know, run of the mill. 
Um, last question I always ask is, uh, so, because we're hopeful that we have a few members of our audience that haven't heard you yet and will mm-hmm. now go find you. Like, where is the best place people should, uh, should look you up? Everything that we release is on Spotify, Tidal, and Bandcamp. Uh, our music videos are on YouTube. So anywhere you type uh, Arsenic, you will find us. Fantastic. Perfect. Do we have anything else for you? I think that's it. We thank you so much for taking the time and uh, jumping on a call with us. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. And good luck with everything this year. Good luck with getting back to shows. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) The best you can, I suppose. But truly, we wish you all the best. Like, keep in touch anytime you have any new releases. That way, we can uh, we can promote it. Yeah, and definitely. Do, awesome. Do I send you the uh, the links are uh, this, so you can download the the four songs if you haven't yet. So yep, I will send you as soon as the other songs are ready. Yep. We do uh, we do the live action reviews and stuff too for music videos and stuff. So feel free to send it our way. We'll we'll promote it the best we can. Awesome. And I'll give you honest feedback too. You will. Right. <laughs> but all right, Philly. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you for the time. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at HMOA six ACK dot automatic dot net. Email HMOA6 PACK at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.